Everyone bow your heads and let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us out here tonight to uh, have some fun, meet with friends, and listen to Dan deliver a message. I ask that you will be on our hearts and minds and help us to live transformed by the message Dan is giving us. And ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Che lost his name tag in the game. Here, Che, I know you were worried sick about that. I found it, though. Yes, yes, we rejoice when lost name tags find their owner. It's always a good day. We're in the book of Acts was written by. He also wrote the book of. He's one, he's one of the 12. Doctors, doctors. There were 12. And probably more than in that day. We just don't know their names. Um, <clears throat> we've been in the book of Acts. This is actually the ninth me- message I've, I've, I've gotten to preach here on Acts since we first began. And we just are breaking into Acts chapter 4 tonight. So we're, we're working our way through it. Uh, and I hope you... Um, let me... You know, a few weeks ago we talked about a... Um, a a, a man who was lame, who was healed at a gate called called Be- Beautiful, and uh, he was there. He begged for alms for the poor, and and they said, "Look at me!" And he looks at them, and they they said, "Said silver and gold have we none, but what we have we give to you." In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And right there, he was healed. And I said that night, and I was quite a few weeks back. But I said this 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 story is the ba- basis for what's go- going to occur in the next two chapters of this book and even more than that and so that's that's the background story to where we're at so understand the context of where we talk about it's coming off of that story okay are are you with me and and can't say hang with me man please i'm gonna try to do my my best to um just to i always want to do my best you know don't you always want to do your best i mean you know but i just want to sometimes you're going god i just I, I don't feel, um, you're not supposed to say this, but you sometimes you just don't feel adequate to teach it. And you're like, I just don't know. If, so just walk with me, hang with me, because there's some truth in here uh, that as I read it and as I learned from it, I was very encouraged just myself this week, and I hope you are too. I don't know how your week's been. As I've sort of walked around some of you tonight and seen some of you, uh, some of you are just sort of look sort of rocked. It's like it's just been one of those weeks. And so I hope we're, we're, about, we're about to stand up and sort of read the word of God together as a group. And my prayer, even as we do this, that it's not an exercise that we just do it something well, it's because this is what we do here. But for you that are going, man, my week's just been hard. That as we read the word of God, it'll wash over you. And you'll just just rest in the words and, and the truth of the scripture that we're about to read. And my prayer as even we read it is that you'll be refreshed by it. I don't know what you've been through, what you're going through, what you will face, but I know that, that God is bigger than what we will face and that the word of God is, is where we need to be. Uh, it is where all of us need to be. So stand with me, uh, and we're going to be in Acts ch- chapter 4. We're going to read verses 1 through 13 tonight. Uh, there's a little bit of link to it, but let's just read it together, as in I read it, y'all don't <laughs> repeat after me because it could be a long night. Uh, so let's pray, beginning of verse 1. And as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. 
greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of men came to about 5,000. On the next day, their rulers and elders and scribes gathered together in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest and Cephas and John and Alexander and all who were of the high priestly family. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, by what power, by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. This Jesus is a stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for your word. Uh, I thank you for the truth that is so full in in your word, and especially in the passage where we are right here and right now. And Lord, there's so much power in your name. And Lord, may we just be aware of it, and may we, uh, Lord, I just ask that you will use us individually and as a body to proclaim your name, to, to, to be a light for a world to see. Lord, as we work through this passage right now, we ask for your wisdom to open our hearts, open our minds to your truth. And Lord, may we seek after you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Going to have a seat. Verses 1 through 4, I'm just going to just go through. We're not going to read it all again. But but who is this story about? It's, It's Peter and who? Do you know? John. Peter and John, right? And so they're arrested and jailed overnight. So they're ar- arrested not because they stole stuff or they, 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 they did harm to, to someone. They're ar- arrested because of proclaiming the teaching and truth of Je- Je- Jesus and declaring that, that there's re- resurrection from, from the dead, that there's eternal life through him. And this is why they're arrested at this point. Okay. Now, in Acts four four, it says how many men at that point became believers in Jesus. Five thousand. Now, from the text, we don't know if that's from what he just preached because he just preached a big old sermon. But it seems to imply that the total number of believing men at that point is around five thousand men who are believers in Jesus. So, on the next day. Their rulers and elders and scribes, in verse 5, gathered together in Jerusalem. I'm going to read this part again. With Annas the high priest, Cephas and John and Alexander, and all who are of the high priestly family. So the big dogs of, of, of the town, those that are in charge, they put them in jail because they don't like what they're saying because all of a sudden this crowd is beginning to 
to, 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 to follow what they are saying, and they no longer have the control that they had before. So they arrest them. The, the next day, they bring them before their court. Now, the way their court's done is they put these guys in the middle, lower than them, and they're in a circle around them. So, they, so it's almost an intimidation type, type of deal where Peter and John are sitting there in the midst of these guys who are, who are well-schooled. They know the law. They know the, the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament. They know it by heart. So these guys are educated as what their life has all been about. And so they are before them, and they're going to judge them at, the, at this point. Um, and let me just go here right now. The problem with the story of what is going on, why they're, they're mad at it, is because they've been proclaiming G- Jesus. And can I tell you this? Whenever you start using the name of, G- of G- Jesus, there's going to be trouble. It's not there might be trouble. There's going to be trouble. People are not going to like it. We could go around and go, hey, you know, uh, the great Aristotle uh, said to go cry alone in the woods is a good thing. And we go, oh, man, that is good. I need a good cry in the woods. And I can relate to that. Buddha, they go, man, you know, he said, eating much makes one round and happy. (laughs) And I go, you know, like that guy. You know, I could re- I really re- relate to that guy. There's a uh, wise, wise j- Jedi that said, do or do not, there is no try. Very much so. And we go, we, we, say, we, we say, that'd be a great theme for like a camp or something. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's a good, that's good, so that's a good tr- truth there. When Lady Gaga says... Love is like a brick. You can build a house or you can sink a dead body. And we go, that is so intelligent. Some of you say that and just go, wow. And some are go, smoke and crack. Smoke and crack. That's what smoke and crack will do to you. Um, but, you know, they relate to it. But when someone quotes Jesus, there's, there's a, a blowback. There's a, hmm, I don't like that at all. The world tends to bristle up against him. And, um, and so I've got a couple points. And, and, and this first point, we're going to see it more in the text. But the first point is this. The name of Jesus brings persecution. The name of Jesus. And, and we, there's, it's funny because we're surprised by that. When, when, when we do something and, and, they, they, and we're like, oh, I cannot believe that they called me a bigot and a, and a bully and a meanie. You know, we're, we're, we're sort of stunned. But look at this in Matthew 10, verse 16. The words of Jesus to his disciples, this is what he says. Behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Now know this. Sheep are not very tough animals. All sheep do are eat grass and grow hair that's wool and that's, that's shaped, shaved off. Uh, they can't bite you. They're not, I mean, they, they can't run. They're nasty creatures. And, and, he, and this is what he hey, Father, hey, those, those of you that are mine, you're dumb as sheep. You're dumb. You need help. Someone has to look after you all the time because you can't look after yourself. You know, but it, you know, and he says, I'm sending you out, not just into the world, but among the wolves. 
dude, what do wolves eat? Sheep. Okay, so this is what he tells them. Understand the weight of what he says. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men. Now look at what he's saying here in, in, in Matthew and what Peter and John are experiencing right now in this text. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their syn- synagogues. We're going to see them flogged at the, at the end of uh, 4, going into chapter 5. And, and verse 18, and you will be dragged before gov- governors and kings for, for my sake. And he says this, but you're, you're going to be beaten, flogged, judged, dragged to be, oh, I lost my place, to, be, to bear witness before them and the, 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 the Gentiles. He's, he's saying, I'm going to allow you to do this. Why? So you can be a, a witness. Why, what, but, but why does he want us to be a light? Because we're called to be a witness. Even when it's going to be hard, he wants to be a witness to the world. And then it says this, when, when they uh, deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say. For what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. So many times we fear what, we're gonna say, what, what to say. For it's not you who speaks, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. In verse 22, if you jump there, it says, and, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. So he, he tells them right there, hey. You know that a, fo- a follower of me is going to be persecu- persecuted. You're going to be thrown among wolves. They're going to beat you and flog you, but make a stand. In John 15, verses 18 and 19, it says this, If the world hates you, know that it has ha- hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Oh, this is a great message tonight. Y'all are like going, yeah, baby, feeling it. Woo, woo, woo. But I want you to understand, he, 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 it's not something we're like, holy cow, we're being persecuted for, we're being mocked for our faith. Well, I didn't expect this. Maybe we're not reading the word of God enough to, to know that he's told us this is, this is what we will experience and we will have. So the name of Jesus brings persecution. Look here in verse 8 now, back in Acts 4. And we're just going to read for verse 8 to verse uh, 12. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you, to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So they ask him right before this, hey, by whose authority or what, 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 what power did you use to heal this man? And in verse 8, we see Peter gets a chance to speak before the court. And I want you to see this very first part of verse 8 because it's huge, because it affects every believer in this room. This is a truth you've got to understand. We've got to understand. It says this, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, stopped. That's, that's sort of a phrase we, in the Baptist world, tends to stay away from because there's a lot of groups that go filled with the, the Spirit. That means a lot of things. For some, it means this. It means when you worship God enough 
and you're overcome with emotion in the worship and you're just crying. Sometimes you might say, well, man, I think it's for me it's at camp when, when I've been at camp all week and I'm just so moved I can't, even, I can't even stand up and I'm just in tears. And so that must be the time which I'm filled with the Spirit. Some people say, well, in truth, being filled with the Spirit is something where you, you speak in a tongue that no one else knows, but it's a, it's a God lang- a language that you speak in. And, and, and that's proof that, you, that the Spirit of God is in you when you do that. And there's some groups that sort of believe that's what being filled with the Spirit. Now, none of these things are occurring here with Peter as we read the text. So this is what being filled with the Spirit means. It's when the believer in G- Jesus walks in obedience to the Word of God and the Spirit of God. When the believer in Jesus walks in obedience to the word of God and the spirit of God. When you, you know the word of God and you're walking that way. And when the spirit says move and do this, you do that. And when you do this, you're filled with the spirit of God. Are you with me? Y'all are staring at me like, I don't know what. So, let me make this in simpler terms or sort of some relatable. When you understand that the, the Bible in Isaiah 1.17 says, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless and plead the, the widow's cause. When we know that truth, and then when we're at school or we're, we're out and about, we could be at work, we could be at church, we could be in the neighborhood among our friends, and we're propelled to move our action or justice when someone's being bullied or picked on or isolated and they're sitting off by themselves. At that point, we, we move because we know God's truth and we were nudged by the Spirit to do something about it. When they can't stand for, their, for, for themselves, we're going to stand for them. Do you understand at that point you're being filled with the Spirit of God? That's being filled when we, we obey the word of God and the spirit of God. I don't know about you, but I, I think I, I sometimes do pretty good at obeying the word of God. I, I, but when that spirit of God spe- speaks to me, there's a fight for Dan because sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't really know if I've got time to do that right now. That's not me being filled with the spirit. That's me being full of Dan. And that's not a pretty thing. That almost sounds like a bad word. So. When you've got a friend struggling with sexual sin, however that can, may be, and you know Ephesians 5.3 says, let there not be a hint of sexual immorality or impurity among you. And we choose to speak truth to them on what's right and wrong in love, knowing that it can cause dr- drama, it can fracture friendship, fr- 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 friendships or we can be mocked for it but we still do it can i tell you you're being filled with the holy spirit at that time we act like this being full of the spirit is something that is is foreign oh that might occur every every you know it occurs for me at camp one time a year but can i tell you god calls us to be filled with the spirit daily when we know his word and opportunities come. We've got the chance just to speak the name of Jesus in love to somebody. 
and to give hope to them. We know the word of God says to be a light to the world. And we, we don't do that. When, when we do it, that's we're being filled with the, the spirit. I love that part in, in Acts 4.8. Man, that's what I want to live. And can I tell you this? Because some of you don't believe it even at this point. Man, I, I don't think really that can be me. Give God more credit. Understand, it's not about you and how good or not good or whatever you think you are. It's how great God is. We're going to talk in the end about he chooses the weak things of, of this world to shame the strong. He, he, he chooses the foolish things. I'm one, amen, all day long, to shame the wise. God's that, that big. So Peter, filled with the Spirit, begins to say, hey, by the name of Jesus Christ, this man is healed. And he goes on to reprimand him some, going, y'all crucified him. You know, the, the one hope. And then he says this in verse, verse 12, that there's salvation in no one else. There's no other name by which we must be saved. Dude, that's a powerful truth. The name of Jesus brings persecution when you bring it up. But also the name of, of Jesus brings salvation when you, you, you bring it up, when you speak it. Through Jesus Christ, one can be saved from, from their sins and brought in right relationship with God. Now, there's a verse that says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. There's one more verse that we know that, 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 that y'all, y'all have learned before. That's Romans 10. 13, uh, that says, uh, for everyone who calls, call, 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 on the name of the Lord will be saved, right? Okay, so um, for everyone who calls, stop, that's good, I want to do it too, but I had to stop myself, calls on the name of the Lord, which is Jesus, it's talked about, the verses right before that, will be, take this life preserver, the ring to see on cruise ships that folks really don't use anymore, except when you're on a cruise ship, I guess, and you throw it out because someone is in the water about to drown, you're trying to save them, it's a long way down, it finally hits the water and saved, okay? There's no other name. There's power in this name, of Jesus. The passage from, from Acts 3 until the end of Acts, really, the, but really mainly in Acts 4, it's talking about the power in the name of Jesus. Don't miss out on that. John 14, 6, G, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me, right? It, it's not only is he is He's a way to God. Make sure you understand this. He's the only way to God. And folks go, well, that's not fair. Well, man, it's true. It's not fair that he would give anybody a chance because we don't deserve a chance at all. That's what's not fair. Why would he have to stoop down and give up his son for those that rebelled against him? That's what's not, not fair. Verse 12, no other name. By which we must be saved. Verse 13, it says this. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John 
and perceived that they were uneducated common men. They were astonished. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. First point, the name of Jesus brings persecution. It always, always will. Until this earth is gone, it always will. Second point, the name of, of, of Jesus brings salvation. It's the only thing that will bring salvation. Third point, spending time with Jesus brings transformation. Spending time with Jesus brings transformation. Understand this about the disciples that were there. It says there in verse 13, they saw that they, they were bold and they perceived that they were, which they understood, they knew they were uneducated, common men. See, Peter and John were disciples of Jesus, and they actually became disciples at an older age than a lot would become disciples, and that was because they had been rejected by everybody else. They were the bottom of the barrel, and they're who Jesus chose to have follow him. So they weren't educated in the same way. They were, they were told to really go and, and ply their trade. What, 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 what trade did, did Peter have? Y'all know what he did for a living before he became a di- di- disciple? What? Fisherman. Yeah, that, that, was, that was his livelihood. That was his, what, what he was doing when, when he was found. Uh, they were unimportant guys. They weren't educated. They weren't schooled. And it says in verse 13 that they were astonished astonished at, at their words and the w- w- wisdom that they had. But they recognized the last part of that verse that they had been with Jesus. Qu- qu- question. Do people in your world one, even know that you know G- G- Jesus? And two, do they recognize, is there any chance for them to recognize that you've been with him? Because we're not going to make an impact at all. First, we've got to know him. We've got to put our faith and trust in him. And the second, we've got to spend time with him. And, and our time here uh, in the edge is, is, not, is not enough time. You've got to spend your own personal time reading the word of God. Now, <clears throat> as I thought about this and at at the wrap-up of sort of this message, I, I really, um, there, there's a voice in my head that's probably like a voice that's in your head. That whether the world says you can't or this voice in your head that says you can't do it, and you go, oh, I just don't think I can, I can make a stand. I don't think I can, I can be bold. I don't know if I can be filled with the Spirit. I don't know if when I know the Word, I know some of the truth of God, but when God speaks to me, I don't know if I can overcome that. Can I tell you or remind you uh, that you are ordinary? In many ways, in the eyes of the world, you are uneducated. But our God is so big. He is so powerful. So when that voice in, in, in my head says that I can't, and it says that to me a lot, I'll, don't, don't go speak to that guy. You might stutter. And it could, like, turn them away from the faith forever and ever. That's just a, th- a block I've got. And if that turned them away from the faith, they need to be slapped upside the head. I mean, you know, come on. 
I mean, but still, we, we have these ticks, these fears. But this is what jumps in my head now when, when th- those things speak loud. And sometimes that voice in my head is just loud. Going, man, you can't do it. You're nobody. W- what are you going to do? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. And in all, all your ways you acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I just need to trust in the Lord with all my heart. The verse I said before, because a lot of times we're like, man, I, need, you know, I know I need to speak up. I know I need to stand up for what's wrong. I know I need to, to, to even speak the name of Jesus out loud. But man, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I don't want to make waves or I'm going to look like a fool. God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. Man, I don't know about you, but I want my life to make waves, not for me, but for God. And when I speak his name, it's going to make waves. When he compels me to move and to act, uh, I need to be filled with the spirit and obey his word and do it. And it's going to be tough. The world is not going to like the message that you or I have to say. The name of of Jesus brings persecution. Ah, Good news, good news. The name of Jesus brings salvation. And spending time with, 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 with Jesus brings transformation. When you spend time with him, the world will take note. Many will not like it. But some will be drawn to you. And that's what we fight for is, is, is those some. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you so much for tonight. I thank you so much for your word. Lord, I thank you that your name has so much power and strength. I thank you for the example of Peter and John that we read about. And God, I thank you for ig- ig- examples of, of, of men and, 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 and women in our own life who, who live for you and speak your name. And Lord, may we be bold, may we be unashamed, uh, and uh, Lord, just give us the courage to follow you and to act when you say move. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so all we got for tonight, no edge next week, but we will have it the next few weeks after that until Christmas break.